now call this meeting of the Amateur Detective Club to order. I am Melissa Maley, the spy. I'm Tyler Riley, cop and a half. And you know it's me, Tristan the Saucy Sleuth, coming at you with these hot takes and grape bakes. Okay. Today's show... <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash adcpod and browse to the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash adcpod. Hey, guys. Hey, hi. hi. <laughs> so we are... <laughs> Did another episode of Agatha Christie's Poirot. Yes. The Veiled Lady. Ooh, yes. Based off of the short story of the same name. Yes. Which you've covered before. And yes, we have. Yeah. Uh, y'all have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. So, well, fortunately, I remembered nothing about it. <laughs> oh, that is fortunate. <laughs> That's why I was on Twitter for most of this one. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The diamonds, ooh, do, 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 do. Oh, the lady with the veil, ooh, oh, do, do, do. Spoilers. Do, do. What, the diamonds get stolen within the first 30 I, seconds? I know. Oh, you're being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we come into this one and we're in like a market. Yeah. An indoor market. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and right in the middle of the day in the shop window, a man steals some, oh, it is raining. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not relevant to you, our listener. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's listener. not raining in the show. It's just raining in like right now i want you listener i want you to take a moment and look out the window is it raining right now if it is this was recorded live <laughs> for your amusement it's live to tape <laughs> live to tape yes indeed <laughs> i'm sorry did my concepts like i'm sorry we do the show live don't you know this is a radio program i recorded this two weeks ago so oh, i don't know what time is a construct <laughs> we're all already dead let's move on it's very wibbly wobbly um jeremy jeremy Barry. thank you uh so and that is a pop culture reference just in case two of them in a row two, two right in a row <laughs> So he's not wearing a mask <laughs> when he robs the store. No, this man is just full on day, broad daylight, walking into a store, pulling out a gun, and he's real sweaty sticking, about it too. Very it's nasty. sweaty, sticking it up and saying, give me, together. "Give me those necklaces. How much are those necklaces this in the, the window? window? I, I don't care. Free. I, <laughs> it's a five finger and a gun sale today. My five fingers are holding a derringer." Yeah, so they're like, all right, cool, here's the necklaces. And then five seconds after the man steps out of the shop, the uh, shopkeeper calls for help. Stop, thief! Yep, and uh, then the guy hands his jewels to somebody else. But we learn about that later through Inspector... In the next scene. Yeah, through Inspector Jap. And he, Poirot and Hastings are at the a pond, a boat. They're the, at a duck pond. They're at a duck pond. And there, there are little sailboats, model sailboats on the duck pond. It's very Stuart Little. It's very, as yeah. Tyler brought up in the while we were watching, it's very Stuart Little. It's very cute, very charming. Yes. This is what children did before television. And when they're not slaughtering pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why not both? Yeah, they're on a bench talking about crime. Yeah. Because and Poirot asserts, like, all the criminals know me and they all fear me. Yeah. And Jap is getting into describing this crime that we have just witnessed this scene before. Mm -hmm. 
Like, Poirot, you'd find this very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad. Thanks. Um, (laughs) Dollar store Michael Caine, as I like to call him. (laughs) Yes. Detective James Jett, apparently, we learned in the previous episode. Oh, JJ. And, (sighs) yeah, so apparently what we didn't see was that the jewel thief was apprehended very quickly but his jewels in his pocket were already were fakes they um had replaced them with some dupes um because he had handed them off to an associate yeah so Um, they don't have the jewels back for reals a dumb jazz player named dupe ellington Gosh darn you. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, but then we cut to Hastings and Poirot uh, walking through the park, having this conversation, and it cuts to them still having the same conversation <laughs> as they walk into the door of the office. It's like, was there just like this giant gap of time where no. they went silent? Oh. I disagree. I think Poirot's been just, like, hammering at home. You won't shut up about it. But, like, the same thing for that. Well, yeah. in fairness, I don't know how long the walk is to the office from yeah. the duck pond. So, fine. But Poirot is saying, listen, it is a shame I am so moral because... <laughs> just... I, it's such a funny way to say it. But uh, <laughs> I... And he really does say it that way. Um, but I would be such a good criminal. Detective mm-hmm. Jap would not know what to do. Every th- day a new crime. He would pull at his hair. He would yes. pull at his hair. Which I think is very funny considering last episode I was like, more, Poirot has this weird moral ambiguity sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. They are back in the office and Miss Lemon informs Poirot that there was a call for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, a woman had stopped by. A yeah. veiled lady. Ooh. Oh. Is that the name of the title of the episode? Yeah, sure the titular is. role. <laughs> and he asked for the woman's name. She didn't leave a name. Uh, she just wants him to meet her at a hotel. He's like, great. What's the room number? She's like, she didn't leave that either. Miss Lemon, why are you being the worst secretary this one time? Uh, so off to the hotel. Yes, we go to uh, the hotel. Athena Hotel. And they're looking around the lobby, and we're seeing, like, various people, and then a veiled woman, and then more people. And like, <laughs> oh, wait, it must be this veiled woman ah, she's in wearing, the lobby. wearing a very elaborate-looking A very elaborate, covering. yet see-through. Oh, completely <laughs> see-through. You can see exactly what she looks like. <laughs> but it is very elaborate. So, uh, Hastings spots her first, uh, nudges Poirot, they walk over to this woman, and she's like, oh, I'm being watched. And they're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the almighty eyes of God. What do you want us to do about this? Like, we're in a hotel lobby. So then they find, like, this weird, like, upstairs, like, booth, like, seating area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she is chatting about her latest troubles, and she uncovers her face that we can already clearly see. She's like, I trust you. (laughs) And Hastings says, my God, or something (laughs) like that, out loud when she unveils her face, which, first of all, we could all see. (laughs) And second of all, Hastings, say it in your head, not out loud. Yeah. He is just, thank goodness he gets married later. Yeah. Like... Spoilers. 
It's in the books. Not the ones I've read. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's so confused. It's in like book two, yeah. but the, yeah. all the short stories take place before Hastings yeah. is married. It's so, it's kind of confusing. It is a little bit of a weird time jump, but he is just so in it for the ladies. Mm-hmm. And I weirdly respect that. Because I, too, am, it would be into crime solving for the ladies. You know, yeah. ladies flock to detectives. We all know this. We've all seen Sherlock and Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Monk oh. had to fend them away. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so he's like, oh, my gosh, you're so cute. And then she's like, I'm being, uh, being blackmailed. This guy has a letter. He's hidden it in a secret Chinese puzzle box. Yeah, this is how suspicious it all. And but what's in the letter? That's so incriminating. She's engaged to this guy, this very prominent like Duke or whatever. And they do say Duke. They do. It's great. I love liquid you. So what's in this letter was apparently she had a boyfriend earlier in her life that uh, was out mountaineering and then got lost in the mountains. As you do, but yeah. not before she sent him a letter that sounds like it might have been a little suggestive. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Weiner over there hasn't. You know, you're with somebody that's over yonder, wherever yonder is for you in your life. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, gotta you know, I got a couple ideas. Gotta keep them interested, you know. <laughs> gotta keep them. Um, Even Hamilton did it. Yeah, and I'm sure that the letter said something like, were you here, I would kiss you on the full mouth. (laughs) Square on the lips. Uh Uh-huh. On your supple, weird mouth. (laughs) It closes the drawing of her ankle. (laughs) Probably. These are my little piggies you can look at. It's just yield feet pics. Pirates are in defeat because they don't got none a lot of the time with the peg legs. I'm sure that's the reason. Yeah. They're not, they're for not any both. Well, sometimes times. they are. <laughs> both. Both. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Or maybe they're into. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I got it. <laughs> maybe they're into legging. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Um. So, <laughs> this letter. Sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Tyler's mom. <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, so it was probably like, by today's standards, extremely chaste. But I guess in those days, her Duke fiance would have called off the wedding in disgust um, for all that mouth kissing and ankle pics. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's the name of my first album. (laughs) So so she can't have that. No. Hastings is absolutely scandalized. scandalized and horrified. Not at her, because he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> Clearly gets it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but at, that this man, this awful, awful man, would blackmail her. Yeah. Great. So then Poirot has devised a plan to go and steal, because he's asking an absurd amount of money of her, and she can't come up with it. No yeah. way, no how. Um, they meet with the guy who's blackmailing. Yeah, yeah, briefly. He comes to the office. Yeah, and they're like, oh, oh boy. And he just throws his hat right on the love seat. Yeah. No tact. None. Yeah, and uh, he's basically like, what do you, you have to come up with at least 2,000 pounds by what, Tuesday? 
20,000. Oh, 20,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 20,000. 20, and he reduces it to 18,000 because, yeah, you know, she's such a charming general. girl yeah. or whatever gross thing. So, um, but he's like, going away for to Paris for a bit. He's going away to Paris for a bit, and they know exactly where he lives because this is a great scene. Um, so Hastings <laughs> runs out the door and tries to chase down the guy. Oh. Most Hastings thing ever. And Poirot walks Hastings in. Hastings rushes in. Hastings rushes in. Uh, and Poirot goes into his little nook, grabs his phone book, and looks up the guy's address. There's this great line of like, oh, you generally don't look up people's addresses in the phone book. I do. And then he <laughs> yeah. walks away. Yeah. He slams him. It's like, who would think to do that? Have uh, you been always? on the... Yeah. So have you been on the Poirot Reddit at all? No. Okay, it's really worth your time, actually. It's very good. There's a bunch of videos of Poirot dunking on Hastings or various people, and then it cuts to rap. It's so good. That does sound fun, actually. Oh, I'll play some for you after the episode. I'll put the link in the show notes. Hopefully I remember. Uh, It's so funny. Fantastic. Uh, Yeah, so what happens next? What does happen um, next? Poirot. Oh, oh, yeah. Poirot formulates an ingenious plan <laughs> to <laughs> dress up as a Swiss locksmith. <laughs> <laughs> he wears a beret and he does not relax his mustache. And he's in like a, a quarter, not a quarter, a denim almost suit. He looks like Mario. Yes. <laughs> it's very funny. And he's riding a bicycle, and it's just the first time we've ever seen him, like, in any other... Not in a three-piece suit. It was quite confusing. I gasped like, audibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, boy, he... <sighs> so he shows up to the house, Little... and the housekeeper... can't remember her name. Doesn't matter. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> she's just, like, so over her job. She's so over her employer. And very over Poirot from the minute he shows up at her doorstep. And she, he's like, listen, your your guy, your boss, asked me to fix the locks while he was gone in Paris. And she goes, oh, is that where he is? I can't keep up with him. These yeah, guys. basically. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he goes, oh. Poirot goes into the other rooms, room and makes lots of banging and sawing sounds because that's how you fix locks. I guess. I know yeah. two things about locks. One, they're great on bagels. Two, you have to saw a bunch when you're making a lock <laughs> out of wood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how any of this works, except that that's probably not how it well, works. Well, they're burgo- burglar-proof locks. Mm, not arson-proof locks, though. <laughs> nope. Burglar-proof. <laughs> yes. Uh so he's like, if the human torch is showing up to burgle this house, though, no they're boy. in trouble. Trouble for a lot of reasons. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on with Johnny Flame, where he's turned to a life of crime? <sighs> yes, but how is he real? It's a terrific three, not the Fantastic Four at this point. Oh, yeah, the truth. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, all right, cool. Nice to see you. Goodbye. Coming back tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. And then the next thing we... hmm? Uh, The housekeeper does mention that she does not live at the house. Oh, she does mention that. She she is not a live-in housekeeper. Yep. That's what she says. Ooh. Uh Uh-huh. So then we see 
at night. It is now night. Night has fallen. And Hastings and Poirot come up looking like the wet bandits from Home Alone. <laughs> Alternatively, what are the names of those uh, the t- two bumbling idiots from 101 Dalmatians? I wish yeah. I could remember. Yeah, but but that's what like, I thought about at first. Yeah, because they're in these like goofy, goofy, goofy yeah. outfits. Poirot has like a stocking cap. Yes, they're dressed all in black, and Poirot has, of course, fixed his mustache, though. I mean, let's be honest. With the yeah. sticky b- Marv. <laughs> oh, the sticky bandits, yeah. Uh, That's right. Which They're not the wet bandits, the sticky bandits? The sticky? first one, they're the oh. wet bandits, and then the second movie, they're the sticky bandits. Oh, my God. Because uh, uh, Marv keeps coming up with a weird... Oh boy! Bad names. Excellent. And Harry is just like, what? I don't. I just want money. And what is this from? <laughs> Home Alone one and two. I haven't seen that. Before. I know. That's right. Yeah. So they come up to burgle this house. So silly. And they look all over everywhere. We get a montage of them looking in. It's very good physical comedy. It is. At yeah. one time, Hastings accidentally flushes a toilet. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, or looks underneath a tub. Mm-hmm. And again, spiders. Yeah, there are spiders there. Um, but yeah, they cannot find this box anywhere. Finally, Poirot, <laughs> he's like, I must use my little gray cells. And he sits down on the staircase and closes his eyes. <laughs> cool as a cucumber. And then oh, he's like, the oh, it's so good. Aha, uh-huh, I have it. And then they go down to the kitchen. The kitchen. And they find the log pile. And in one of the logs, they open it up. And there is the box. And Hastings says, Oh, well, anyone could have used these logs. And Poirot says, In July? Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is so presumably handsome for the time. I don't know. Eh. <laughs> Tristan's looking at me. Wait. Who's handsome? Uh, it was Hastings, presumably, because he just offers so. Oh, he's, uh, oh, he's... a pleasant-looking gentleman for yeah. his age. Okay. Yeah. He's just gotta have. Maybe he's I'm just so nice. He but... just must be so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he's got an imagination and just a just a raging appetite. Mm. Like me. <laughs> Can we please move on? <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they get this puzzle box, and then the housekeeper comes downstairs, has figured out... Forgot about this box! Because she did lie, because she does live there. Mm-hmm. And she runs out onto the street, and fortunately there was just a policeman passing by. She's like, there's a man, there are men burgling this house that I live in. And the policeman's like, oh, cool, uh, yeah, I'm coming. Um, and he does, <laughs> and he arrests... <laughs> this is the best moment. Yeah. Um, Hastings makes a run for it and crashes out the window. And of course, the housekeeper recognizes Poirot and is like, mm-hmm. ah, don't worry about that other guy. This is the ringleader. This is your guy. Just arrest him. So he does arrest Poirot, and Poirot does go to jail. <laughs> and. Hastings tells Jap, who very comically comes to bail Poirot <laughs> out in the morning. 
it's so funny because he's like it's like he didn't give his name he's like yeah they don't know his name they just call him mad dog (laughs) (laughs) trying to get him for weeks it's so funny yeah it's very good and Poro's having none of it he's so mad yeah Yeah, he's so angry he comes to the office he comes to the office and sees Hastings pouring over this puzzle box and um, he's like what the (laughs) (laughs) yeah you just ran and he's like um yeah cause who else was going to ask Jap to come and get you if I didn't escape. So. And he's like, well, you have gotten a good night's sleep. And I have not. And um, Hastings mm-hmm. says, no, actually, I've been sitting here trying to work out this puzzle box all night. I would have given up in an hour at most. Mm-hmm. I would have just thrown it against a wall. That's that's fair. No. Oh, yeah. I do. I would, especially not while you're, that's all you're doing. Like, if it was in front of it, like. A TV show, which they didn't have at the time, to be fair. If it, I was sitting in front of the TV, working on that puzzle box, I could I could sit there for a longer period of time. But if that was all I was doing, and that was literally all of my attention, I would... Nah. So tedious. I don't know. I would take him to a barn for a pig slaughter and <laughs> try to work it out while the pigs were getting killed. Mm, sure. Again with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm really upset we've opened this door into your psyche. <laughs> <laughs> says okay let me take a look at the box and uh pretty much and yeah opens it immediately and the letter comes popping out yeah paro reads said letter and hastings is like how how dare you read this letter and paro's like i need to like know if she's being honest about this letter like this whole situation is super shady i love that it also points out like how he was proclaiming to be so moral in the beginning and then he's made a series of choices that disprove that and I don't think he's aware of it but I think Hastings is. No, he's aware of it. But it's for the greater good. Uh-huh. Yeah, the because when good. he talks to when he goes and this is the next bit mm-hmm. when he goes to meet up with the veiled lady once again um, I believe Mrs. Lady is the... Okay. <laughs> Ms. Ms. Lady. Ms. Lady. Uh, they meet at a museum because the hotel is no longer safe for undisclosed reasons. Sure. Uh, when he's giving the letter back, he informs her that he used pretty nefarious purposes yeah. to go about getting this letter that back. That is fair. So he is very self-aware about that. Yeah. Um, but... We do learn also, at some point in here, from Jap, that the man who is purportedly blackmailing her is actually dead. Yeah, after he picks him up from the jail. Yeah. So the guy who owns that house is dead. Yeah. He, like, went traveling and died or something. Yes. So. The way you do. Yeah. Don't travel, folks. Because you'll die? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know anymore. Oh, shenanigans. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It sounded like a fart out there. It made me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard it too. Okay. Okay, um, so 
They're at the museum. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she, um, Miss Ms. Lady is inquiring <laughs> about <Ms>. the, <laughs> inquiring about where the puzzle box went to. Which is normal and good. Yeah, because it's like, here's your letter. And oh, she's thank like, goodness. Great, great. What about the box? Did you, um, did you get the box? Did you happen to? <laughs> Shoot. I mean, I would just love that box as a souvenir. Oh, I think I threw it out. (gasps) Oh, no. It's in... And then Hastings is like, oh, no, did you put it in your pocket? And it's like, great. Thanks, Hastings. (laughs) Such a sweet man. But then he... uh, So he gets it out of his pocket, and they have... You know, and over the table, like, oh, but I want to have it. Push and pull. It's so oh, I want to have it. Push, pull, push, it's pull. It's like something out of like a, a it's like a, something out of a Commedia dell'arte sketch. It's so funny. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Wabbit season. <laughs> Duck season. Yeah. yeah. Very goofy. So eventually, Hastings, nope, Poirot, pops the box open. <laughs> And says, this is where the letter was. But (gasps) there is another side. (gasps) Pops the other side open. And then a whole bunch of jewels just come flowing out the other side. The rock is in the building. Diamonds. Diamonds and rubies and emeralds. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just... Uh, these are all the ones from the robbery. (laughs) Shot! Shot through the heart. Oh, my God. What? Just, yeah. <laughs> Just, oh. <laughs> there comes a point when we do two episodes in one day where Melissa's patience with me as a free associative artist... <laughs> Just absolutely winnows into oblivion. <laughs> All these diamonds just spill out. Yeah. And he's like, you you took them from the robbery. And you were the co-conspirator. Yeah. But the man who's been following her this whole time that was pretending to be Waverly. Waverly? Weatherly. No, that's his act- Weatherly. Weatherly is his actual name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretending to be true blackmailer. Yeah. yeah. Livingston or something like that. No, Doesn't no, matter. The blackmailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, runs and tells the security guards of the museum oh, that yes, Jap so has stolen something from the museum and they come to try and arrest him. And during that time, both uh, the late veiled lady and the the follower make a break for it and it's really fun in the scene where they confront her and she goes oh nuts and then starts talking like this and it's yeah, really yeah, yeah, cute yeah yeah she's speaking in very proper accent which uh I actually noted at the beginning not. yeah very tight jaw <laughs> yeah just um, absolutely yeah. so <laughs> like technical. even Kira like Knightley's she... like relax yeah <laughs> yeah um and then just becomes a chase scene yeah and they hide underneath a um, a bunch of blankets. There's a mammal exhibit in the museum That's that is, pr- yeah. Yeah, mammal exhibit is my favorite alternative rock band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, they're hiding under this one big cloth um, and with a bear. Yeah, a growling teeth bear bear. I would say a grizzly bear. Sure. Um, I thought it was pretty well groomed. oh dear so they're both hiding with the bear and they cannot no one can find him no 
And then a little kitty cat is like, mm, I smell somebody. Yeah. Mm, I want to get those pets. <laughs> I want to get those pets, but I'm going to ignore Hastings and I'm going to go straight to the bear. The bear and the people hiding underneath it. Mm-hmm. So they do eventually catch them and take them down to the station. Yeah. Like arrest them. And then it cuts to the park again, the duck mm-hmm. pond. And yeah. they've got a big old sailboat. Big yeah, old model sailboat. Yeah. And Hastings. Yeah. Well, it's Poro. Yeah, Poro. Hastings. It's Hastings' boat. Yeah, he's the one carrying the boat. Yeah, and then he sits no, in the I water. completely forgot about Hastings. I mean, that seems about <laughs> <laughs> But it's just, it has this really weird note of like, <laughs> Chap goes, do you ever go in the ocean, Poirot? And he's like, no, this is as close as I want to be. And then Chap says, oh, I dream of the ocean. And then it just cuts to black. Yeah. It's like... What? <laughs> what? That's it, I guess, for this one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's all. It's um, so strange. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so what did we think of this episode? I liked it. I thought it was a decent adaptation of the short story from what I remember of it. It pretty much hits all of the beats. Um, I liked all the, all the humor in it was very effective. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I enjoyed the whole twist at the end with her dropping the accent. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. Um, I loved, I thought, I can't remember his name. I tried to remember it, but the man who plays Jap was really, really good in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was great. I, I love him more and more and I'm glad we're seeing more of him. Um, so overall I'd say like a three and a half or four out of five. I like this one a lot. Yeah. 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 I'm going to give it a four. Okay. It was fun. Yeah. Had a good time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Five out of five. This is my favorite episode. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. All right. I'm glad I, I waited. <laughs> I, I'm glad I went first. <laughs> so we can build up that suspense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought everyone did a great job. Um, I love just... This was just such a comical episode but it didn't seem like much of a departure from the structure of yeah what yeah. we're used to yes it was absolutely. very light and bright it gave me some uh number one, number one ladies detective vibes in yeah, the way it was sure. kind of structured mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah and again no one had to die yeah no one had to die and there wasn't a, a lot good of time, See, you know yeah well the guy did die but we didn't see it. Yeah, we, he, we yeah, never I mean, met was, him. Yeah, he was already him. dead by the time the and episode started. He wasn't started. murdered. That, he was actually. He was. Uh, the the criminals followed him and killed him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed that. Oh yeah. Uh, Four point five. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, see, I take points off for no murder. <laughs> um, I there was very little like xenophobia as well. Just the the house made not knowing. The housekeeper, rather, not knowing where Poirot is from and accusing him that he's Chinese. It was very strange. And it's not like so much like xenophobia or racism, which is like ignorance of like, I, I don't know where that accent's from. Mm. But it was like very much like, of course he did it because he's not from yeah. here. That's right. also so that's true. Why, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of a bummer, but. I, w- I would argue for xenophobia in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's effective as a. Yeah. You know, that would probably happen, yeah. and it makes sense Absolutely. with the plot. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Big fan. Like mm-hmm. this one a lot. Like the short story, too, when we read it. 
Yeah, I don't. I still don't remember it, but I guess it was this. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler, you should listen to the short stories if you want to. They're really fun. They're generally short, obviously, but um, David Suchet reads them okay. rather oh, than uh, Hugh Fraser. Fraser. Which, by the way, every time he speaks I on the show, I do get confused because I'm so used to him reading the books. I just am like, am I listening to a book right now what is happening he's so familiar to me at this point it's very interesting Mm. well if i do listen to it i'll Mm -hmm. be sure to use audible.com or audibletrial.com slash adc pod please please use that we need the money oh oh, really (laughs) please (laughs) no we do but we don't it's fine but we'd like it we're not mad we're disappointed (laughs) He doesn't mean it. Uh, no, we're not. We um, Audibletrial.com <laughs> slash ADCPod. Strong finish. <laughs> um, you can go to patreon.com to support us there at Tristan. You can go to... Quite a URL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could you give the bit.ly, please? <laughs> bit.ly slash... Talking Llama. Um... I'm going to just put that in the middle. <laughs> I'm good. I, I'm good. Close it up. Close the gates. Okay, we're going to call this meeting to a close. Gavel sound? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>